0: Don't get it twisted, this isn't your typical podcast. This is Typical Twist, the greatest show on earth. Get your popcorn ready, as our guests
1: are sure to blow your mind. And now your hosts, the twisted men themselves, Crispy Creamin, Joshua Jefferson, and Tony Joloy. Host Joshua Jefferson. I am honored to be behind the microphone once again with some of my best friends and co hosts, Mr. Tony Jeloy and Mr. Crispy Creeman. How are you boys doing today?
0: Who are you? <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm doing good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> doing good, Joshua. This is a little late for when we normally record. Hopefully old man River isn't about to fall asleep behind the microphone. Oh really, me? Did you have
2: to work late, Mister Jefferson?
1: Yeah, I'm the young buck. I'm the one that is supposed to be vocal, correct? And supposed to, to have go. a lot of energy. Well, let's look back on, right on the Revolutionary War. The average age of our founding fathers was 23 to 25. That shows me something, and it should show our listeners something that the future truly belongs to the youth and to the adolescents of this world. I get sick and tired of seeing people such as Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a prime example, folks, of why there should be an age limit for politicians. Now I get there's an age limit for the bottom half, like you have to be 35 to be president. But why is there no age limit such as 75 like or 70? Cap. Yes. Why is there no cap?
2: Like a number cap. Yes.
1: Don't you think that's something that
2: should could, be considered? I could go for that. What do you think about a number cap, Tony?
0: 70? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I'd say that's about right.
1: Except for when Tony gets in office, then he'll extend it, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, trust me. Tony will not be running for office at no 70. If I run, it'll be in the next 10 years, so that'd put me well under 60.
1: Yeah, he's been saying you that, that for eight months, guys. Terms without it. We'll see if no, it actually... No, I'm serious.
0: I mean, I've already told even my friends. Like, if I ran for office, it would be before... Well, actually, I said before I hit 50. So, actually, 10 years would put me at 51. But, yeah. No, if I don't run in the next 10 years, I won't run at all because I just feel like it's too much stress. And I also know that... What kind of office would you run for? Like, what would you... i probably try to attempt... I honestly prefer the House, even though a lot of people thinks it's not as um, what's the word? The Senate usually gets over like like the over heightness, but I feel like the House, you have a lot more people. The chamber's a lot bigger, so you get to converse with a lot more people. I mean, when you're in the Senate, you only have a hundred of you in there. I'm a people person, so I would rather be in a room full of four hundred and some people, which is what the House is. Than I would be in a room full of 100 people. And we all basically would have equal say. I mean, the House has equal say, the Senate has equal, to, to the most part. I mean, it, the House can shut down the Senate, and the Senate can shut down the House. So they're kind of equal in power. And obviously, you got people in the House that like it just as much as I do, because Nancy Pelosi could easily probably win Senator of California, but she has remained in the House ever since she got elected back in 1802. But, uh, but I mean, you know, you just have people who just prefer one or the other. And I think I would be a House person. I think I would rather be serving the House personally. Tony,
1: you have an amazing senator from West Virginia, which is Tony's home state for those who don't know. And these past 18 months or however long Joe Biden has been in office, this senator has truly proved what it means to represent constituents of his or her state. The name is Joe Manchin. Does it ring a bell?
0: No, who's that? (laughs) Oh. Yeah, it does. It's
1: it's the most hated guy by a lot of far left people right now. And that's very ironic because he is a registered Democrat. And a lot of his beliefs are to the left on, on the spectrum. But that just goes to
0: show how far left most of these Democrats truly are. The Democrats, I mean the far left Democrats hate Joe Manchin, but I think honestly, like I said today, oh, most I of them
1: most of the middle Democrats hate J- Joe Manchin too.
0: Huh? No, 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 I said I I think most left, like far left Democrats. I think you're the Democratic Party is having a huge split right now. That's why you're seeing a huge sway toward the right because I mean that Most people don't really come off as independent. They may say they're independent, but when they go to the polls, they're going to vote one way or the other. So at the end of the day, you have to figure out what way they're going to vote. So your independence... Well, the center-left looks far-right now. The the far-left treats the
2: center-left like the far-right. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's kind of what I'm seeing, it seems like. Joe Manchin was born and
1: raised in the small mining town of farmington west virginia have you heard of farmington i'm sure you have tony
0: yeah i have i don't know much about what? it so don't ask me any personal questions about it but i have i have, no i have heard of it yes
1: joe mansion grew up with a very strong nuclear nuclear family and his name goes to show that because joe mansion is actually the third joe mansion and i'm not sure what his children what their names are but when a family continues a name, there's obviously a lot of pride riding in that last name or that first name. And I think that just goes to show that Joe Manchin is a, a family person. And at least that's what he was raised with on the mountains. So shout out to those people. But I guess what else is West Virginia really known for, Tony? What's some of the biggest forms of income, biggest sources
0: that add to GDP for West Virginia? Yes. Well, I mean, West Virginia is a very rural state, so the things that people care most about there is your mom and pop shops, you know, your coal mining. Obviously, coal mining is a huge thing in West Virginia, which is a huge thing in in the Bible Belt. Period. You know, such as Tennessee, Kentucky, some parts of Virginia. Even well no, not really Ohio. No parts of Ohio really. But anyways, yeah, I would say that pretty much covers it there. But I mean, coal mining is probably other than your your sector job or you know, your professional jobs like lawyers, doctors, blah, blah, blah. But coal mining and industrial is the two biggest basically that you have there. Um it's not really a huge And moonshiners, but anymore. that's not legal. Completely legal. What are you talking about? Well, yeah. Yeah, Chris is like, I got Yeah, what would We're you know
1: about moonshine, Chris? Let us know. Let us in on the secret. Chris has got the secret recipe. Oh, I wish I did. I, I would, do I'd have some friends who have made moonshine, and it has tasted really good.
2: Isn't it very dangerous to make? You can make it, like, wrong, and it can, like, mess with your your vision or something. Maybe. Someone told me that once. But make it, you go blind if they do it
1: wrong. Well... Alcohol has a lot of negative effects, and I think all of us can agree to that. It might be fun in the moment. We might feel a little bit more extroverted, have less fear, get a little bit higher. But the next day, the next two days, however much time it takes to recover, it takes time to recover. And yeah, that's a, that's a subject for another time. We should... Definitely get someone on typical twists in the future who has been an alcoholic or someone who is well aware of what alcohol does to the body because I've done research on it and I've experienced it firsthand, but I do not feel comfortable enough to dive into that right now. And I want to actually keep this episode on Joe Mansion for the most part because We've been wanting to do an episode about him for a while. and Well,
0: I mean, he could be gearing up for a 2020. I mean, people keep dismissing it, but I mean, I think that if any Democrat right now is in a position to, one, to completely demolish Joe Biden, and two, to accomplish what they need most of all, and that is to pull people back from the Republican side back to the Democrat side. I mean, I think there's a few options, but I think Joe Manchin is definitely probably the strongest option they got right now. They don't want to hear that, but I mean, it's either that or lose because if they bring in someone far liberal, I mean even Kamala Harris, Joe Manchin, I in my opinion, would demolish her right now. I mean, it, it's I mean, there is no debate. I'm not saying this because he's a West Virginian, but there's no debate. He is the most powerful senator in DC right now. I mean, Joe Manchin went from just another old senator boy from, you know, the, the time he got elected to 2020. and once Joe Biden won, he quickly shot to fame because his vote, especially with that 50-50 in the Senate, he automatically became the the biggest voice in the Senate. I mean, hands down, him. Mean, he's the, he's the most powerful senator between Republicans and Democrats. Period. I mean, you got Democrats coming after him saying that he's gonna. I mean, huge, huge Democrats. I mean, Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. That dumb I mean, bitch. Oh. Yeah, they have all came for Joe Manchin, but then... Who's the prettiest
1: lady in D.C. but has the stupidest mind, and the words that come out of her mouth are so (laughs) fucking stupid. I think Josh likes... I think Josh
2: kind of has a little bit of a crush on AOC.
0: Well, I mean, I thought he liked moms. That's why I said Nancy Pelosi.
2: Oh, Is it AOC,
0: Josh? Yes, it is AOC. You think AOC is cute? Gross. Good grief. I think she's nasty. She looks like she swallowed a cat for dinner.
1: Are you serious, Tony? Good grief. Tony, you'd be lying if you said AOC wasn't the prettiest girl in D.C. She is. Well, no. I mean, here, here's, okay. why, here's why I'll make... It doesn't matter about their looks, but let's talk about who are some other women who are pretty in Congress or in the Senate.
0: Oh, you mean just in Congress alone? Yeah. Let's talk about the House, Senate...
1: Shit, let's even talk about the White House. If you think Kamala's sexy, let us know, Tony.
0: No, I don't think I don't find any woman actually in the Senate that sexy. I mean, I just don't, including AOC. I don't think. Now, I, if you want to say, if you want to say government, now I will say Christy Noem, definitely a ten. Okay, yeah, definitely a ten. I think but she's Christy also Noem married with kids, gorgeous. so I don't even know what well, she looks like. Yeah, to I be get honest that. With you. I ain't saying I'm gonna go out and ask her out. Oh, Kristi She's governor of South Dakota. She is absolutely stunning. Oh, wait a second. I'm going to be beautiful. in South Dakota very. here, and, and <laughs> you want to
1: know the you want to know the best part, Tony? She stands up for What's what that? is right. She stands up for American values. Yeah. She stands up for a strong nuclear
0: family. What a concept! I mean, she has that classic. She has that classic figure. That's why I don't like AOC. I mean, I guess Josh Wood because. That and I'm not being mean when I say this, by the way, just just for the record. But AOC's got that more Gen Z look to her, like a toothpick. I mean, I like women that have that more classic look, more hourglass type deal, more filled out, more businesswoman look. And what? Noem fits <laughs> what that the to fuck the team. are you talking about? You sound like an alien right now. <laughs> hey, Bring hey, it back to If you see, if you see Christy Nome walking down the street with that strut, and you see AOC walking down in her pajamas you'll totally get what I'm saying between Gen Z and the millennials. Like, I mean, Christy Gnomes just got it. She's just got it. I mean, she's got that nice. All right, Tony, I'm gorgeous. looking her yes. up yes.
1: <laughs> I agree. She's 100% gorgeous. Oh,
0: she's 100% prettier than AOC. 100% I, I agree.
1: Okay, Tony, I agree with you. I do. i mean but AOC don't hold a candle to her. At the end of the day, these people's looks don't matter. Well, you're the one who brought up the lux. Me and Josh didn't. That is true. Oh. <laughs> you mean you mean Chris and I.
2: Christy and Josh. A, or, yeah, Chris and, and you, yeah and crispy. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> Christy is uh, she's a good-looking woman. Actually, you're right, Tony.
0: Christy and crispy. That kind of has a nice ring to it. <laughs> so, what did you think of Christy? Um, whenever you looked her up, Chris. She's she's a attractive woman. I mean, she's just a very pretty woman, like very, very pretty. Like she just, she's got that hour. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. She's got she. She was really, she really cute until
1: she downturned medical marijuana, and she's, then she's 50. her <laughs> looks went from an,
0: a ten to an eight. Bro, she just doesn't look like she's. She always dresses 50. though in them classy like classy dresses, and she always I I just like like to me that's just the empowering woman like. Like, that just makes a woman look more powerful. And I will even say this, which uh, you normally do not support Sarah Palin because we know from the last episode, but Sarah Palin actually dressed like that. Like, I like women who... Just dress that part, you know, like have that librarian look basically to him. Like, but the innocent librarian
1: the Tony, are you fucking kidding me right now? You librarian,
0: <laughs> no, you didn't let me finish. You didn't oh my let me finish. Gosh. I was
1: saying. this episode saying is like priceless.
0: They, well, they look like they could just be <laughs> yeah, America's it is mom. Priceless. Like she looks like she could be America's mom. Well, like that's. It's better than walking down your street in pajama bottoms. Have you not seen some of the pictures of AOC? I mean, she looks like she freaking crawled out of bed. So what would you rather have, Josh? Okay. A woman who crawls out of bed looking like a hot freaking mess, like she do not even take care let's, of herself? Let's, or a well-put-together woman like Christy Noem who would eat your ass alive? Let's settle this right now.
1: And I know this is kind of a a bad question because... Man, this gen- is an
0: episode for Candace Owens.
1: Generation Z is different and such, but... If Christy Nome and AOC each started OnlyFans today, within three months, I bet AOC's following would be two to three times that of Christy Nome's.
0: Well, of course, because she's going to post nude pictures where Christy Numb's going to post uh, educational videos. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> sure. If that's what you want to go with, well, Tony, I mean, that's what you to And your
0: go generation with. is obsessed with porn. Josh, your Josh, generation I'll tell you, is obsessed I'll tell you, with Josh, porn. I'll tell you this thing, but our generation— That is
2: facts. Give it five or ten years, and this whole gap in wealth and shit between women and men is going to be flipped. <laughs> with all well, your fans, true. bro, there's women who make fifty dollars to $60,000 a month just for posting pictures, like, in a bikini, you know? Like, this, Yeah, this, it'll be flipped around. But at the yeah. end of the day, Chris, I, 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 I Tony knows will be wearing better that, than
0: yeah. anyone, 60, my, it comes down to spending habits. I get paid 60000 to take it down. I get paid $60,000 to turn it off.
1: <laughs> it all comes to spending habits, and it doesn't really matter what your income is. If you can't manage money, you can't manage money. So, that is true. If you get, well, that yeah. Is a,
2: Draw a good point. Let's get park- back to
1: Joe Manchin, guys. Sorry. Because yeah. Joe Manchin is a great guy, <laughs> and I don't need to talk about lust of is women. Is he starting in
0: OnlyFans?
1: <laughs> Joe Manchin is not starting in OnlyFans. What he actually prefers to do at this time is fly airplanes. He's an avid pilot, which is awesome. He's got his private license. He loves outdoors. He likes to hunt deer. He He all- does
0: like to hunt. He does like to hunt.
1: He also... Likes to fish, which many people like to do. It's a little bit too much patience for me, but it's each their own. And last but not least, Joe Manchin and I have this in common, and so would Crispy and Joe Manchin, but he likes to ride motorcycles. So that's badass. Shout out to you, Joe Manchin. And I yeah, also— now He don't
0: ride dirt bikes. He don't ride dirt bikes, too. Yeah, there's a
1: difference. <laughs> I ride motorcycles <laughs> there is a difference. here difference there without a license if you ever meet joe don't try to get him on a a dirt bike and take
0: him out in the middle
1: you have a license now chris (laughs) yep oh really it's amazing Uh, you must have just magically got one since the last time i saw you
2: yep just riding on my harley
1: nice that's cool you really got a
2: harley no my dad just got a few he loves them he's got he loves to ride motorcycles are you going
1: to Sturgis? Oh, okay.
2: No, I won't be going to Sturgis, but I'm gonna be going uh the week after with me and my my roommates.
1: Well that'll be fun.
2: Yeah, it will be. We get a free place to stay and go ride around in the in the hills and yeah, it'll be a good time.
1: Sounds like a good time. I mentioned something earlier about not knowing if Joe Manchin continued the Joe Mansion, the fourth and the fifth and so on. And sure enough, Joe's eldest son is named Joe Manchin the Fourth, and Joe Manchin the Fourth kid is named Joe Manchin the Fifth. They're continuing the name. They are. This is a legendary name.
0: Would you guys ever do that oh, yeah, if you definitely. had kids? Name them exactly after myself? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean. That's boring. No offense, Joe Manchin, but it, it is pretty boring. Okay, I Tony. July. I, want my, I want my kids to have their. I want my kids to have their own identity. I agree. I agree with you completely. I mean, how, I mean, I just don't. I mean, I, I mean, I respect it. It is what it is. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I do like, think it, it shows just, a
1: nuclear family, though, in a sense. I mean, it, it's not mean that? an obvious sign, or it it doesn't necessarily mean that there's a strong nuclear family but I think that family values are obviously important to a family that continues the same name on and on. When I think of people around my community or people that I've met that have continued on a lineage of a name, those families are strong together. Now when you
2: do that, I think it gives them a very, very good sense. Like they want to keep continuing on that name, you know, like they want to have kids and they want to be super successful to name their kid that. And it, it, Makes him more determined. It can, I guess, in a sense.
1: I would agree with you. Joe Manchin went to West Virginia and he played football there on a football scholarship. And he ended up graduating from the University of West Virginia. Tony, why did you Ooh. not go to West Virginia?
0: Why? Because Marshall's better.
1: Okay. Did you consider actually?
0: No, honestly. Um, I mean, everybody can say, I mean, West Virginia is home of two colleges, two major colleges and that's it WVU and Marshall. So, um, you really are, I mean, they got other colleges. Don't get me wrong, but you just, you kind of are split down the center there and most of the state is either Marshall fans or most of the state is, you know, Mountaineers. So you're either thundering herd or you're Mountaineer and, Obviously, both colleges are good colleges, especially for the state. Um, You know, both colleges are pretty, pretty, pretty good in sports. I mean, that both of them, uh, you know, do pretty well in sports. Obviously, and both of them have pretty good reputations. I mean, for the for West Virginia to be a small state and very not very unpopulated, I mean, I forget what the percent of outside. Students is but it's pretty high for both of them. University, so I mean, I don't know if people remember the Vine Star Nash Greer or Hayes Greer, but their brother Will, they are from North Carolina. He went to play football for Miami University, and he ended up leaving there, and he actually picked West Virginia University to come be the quarterback for them. So, like, I mean, they they, they're good at what they do. Plus, I will have to throw this in there real quick too. We are also home to nick saban nick saban was born and raised in fairmont west virginia so him and joe Manchin are pretty good friends as well of course nick saban is probably one of the greatest college football coaches of all time so west virginia i mean they they're doing pretty good in the college thing so <laughs> west virginia yeah i mean i'm sorry i mean as far as producing good schools we and could stuff say like that, that about any state bad. Yeah, but whenever you talk about the money that they have compared to other states. (laughs) Yeah, but. Oh, Tony. Go ahead, fill in the blank, Josh. Oh, Tony.
1: Tony's bragging up his state. Go ahead, fill
0: in the blank. (laughs) Joe Manchin
1: (laughs) was a state legislator in West Virginia from 1982 to 1996, and he proudly stood up for the constituents of West Virginia. He made his name known to the people of West Virginia. And well, and
0: through his dad. His dad was pretty well known too. His dad was A.J. Manchin. Okay. His dad was Secretary of State, so
1: but so was Joe. Joe became the Secretary of State in the year two thousand and served until two thousand four.
2: How old is Joe's kids? Well, yeah. The most recent kids. How many are there? Joe Manchin? Yeah. Is you said he's the what? He's the third?
1: They have th- three children. I don't know how many siblings Joe Manchin has himself, but I know that Joe has three children.
0: Okay. Now that I don't know myself either. I ain't going to lie. And so then wait. they I have know.
1: ten <laughs> grandchildren, and one of them, this name stands out to me. I really like this name. I might take it from Joe Manchin in the future. Probably not, but the kid's name is Knox. I like that name. It's different. It's unique.
2: That is actually that's a, that's an interesting name.
1: Knox. <laughs> Tony, was Tony Joe Manchin gosh. the governor of West Virginia for a while? Yeah, 8 years. 8 years. Okay. I don't know exactly when he served that term. Would that have been 2000 or would that have been in the 1990s?
0: Um he actually um I'm trying to think no, you know what? Actually, 2005 to Rockefeller, 2010, he, Rockefeller stepped down and he became senator. Was it Rockefeller stepped down? I think it was Rockefeller. Yeah, I think he took Rockefeller's spot um, because Shelley Moore Capito is another very famous butch. She went from the House and she, she took Rockefeller's spot. Joe Manchin took a senator's spot. Oh, Robert C. Byrd. When Robert C. Byrd passed away which Robert C. Byrd was actually the longest-serving senator in U.S. history, I think. He was 99 years old when he died. But um, Joe Manchin assumed his office. So, no, I take that back. I'm sorry. Joe didn't serve a full eight years. He served five years because he left uh, about a year into his second term, I think. maybe uh, I don't know the exact math on that, Josh, but I know that he left to take that seat from Robert C. Byrd. He won that seat because Robert C. Byrd had passed away, and that's how he got into the Senate. So yeah, he, would have he was two, on it yeah, he was on his
1: stuff. second term of governor in two thousand ten and then that was when he was called to become a senator. He took office in two thousand five as the governor of West Virginia and served a uh, full term and then got reelected and like Tony mentioned, someone died and there was a vacancy and Mr. Manchin filled that seat. So from nineteen eighty six, Joe Manchin has been very active in politics, and he's been in a lot of different
0: positions of influence. And actually, I want to cor- make a correction because this was my fault. Um, I forgot about Cart Goodwin, but Joe Manchin was governor, and Cart Goodwin is the one who took Robert C. Bird's spot. Robert C. Bird passed away, and he took his spot momentarily. And he was U.S. Senator from July 16th, 2010 to November 15th of 2010. And that's when Joe Manchin assumed office. So he was only Senator for a very short time. And Joe Manchin took over. So I was thinking Joe Manchin took over directly after Robert C. Byrd had passed away. He did not. Cart Goodwin, who I have not heard of in a long time, so I don't know what he's doing now. But um, he actually took over... For Robert C. Byrd so maybe there was a transition there where Joe Manchin had to finish his governor duties or I don't know what the I don't know what the case was there I really don't it but, just um, keeps
1: getting better uh, for Joe Manchin guess what Tony <laughs> what he's a Catholic and he belongs to the NRA yeah yeah and I don't really like the Catholic part but the NRA hell yeah
0: well you're Catholic too Josh he was Catholic at one time, so old Joe may turn Baptist. I'm still
1: baptized Catholic, in a sense, I would say.
0: I don't think you can yeah. really become unbaptized. Yeah, Josh knows how I feel about that, guys. Josh knows how I think. I mean, just for the record, not getting off on child trafficking again, but I think the Catholic Church is one of the biggest employers of that, and nobody will ever convince me. I'm so glad that they got busted back in the, what was it, mid 2000s? That whole scandal broke loose like a freaking firehouse. And you got to see the truth. You got to see the truth behind the church. Like, and I'm not saying everybody in the Catholic church is that way because they're not. There's a lot of wonderful people in the Catholic church. But. I think there was a lot of people too that was putting on fronts that knew about shit going on behind closed doors while putting on a smile going, welcome to the church. Like, no. Exactly. We don't play and that we even guy.
1: experienced that on a local level in Wahoo, Nebraska. There were a couple Catholic priests that were doing inappropriate things to altar boys. And the bishop knew about it and he didn't do anything to punish those priests. So then when the news finally broke out and it got so big then way more people are in trouble and more kids are psychologically damaged or emotionally physically whatever it is the a lot of these priests are sick fucks they are single men i'm just going to put that, that out i'm just going to put fucks. this out
0: there if anybody i got one nephew for those of you who don't know and if any catholic or any priest it don't have to be catholic if any priest or any guy ever t- – you don't have to worry about your day in court because I I don't care if the FBI, FBI can come pull this episode. I don't care. Your ass will be grass. Like I don't care to serve the li- rest of my life in jail. Like you, you will I'm going to do something die, to join period. you, Tony. That just sounds like so much fun.
1: Tony, what's up? I'm back.
0: <laughs> I mean I'm <laughs> not, I'm not even you joking go alone, like, bro. I'll come visit. I'll slap a cop someone... or something. I'll go in there for a couple weeks. <laughs> If someone touches my little nephew, oh yeah, they'll get to see what hell looks like real quick, real soon. I'll put it that way, because that's where they're going to be headed. Because I, I ain't going to wait for no judge. That that's not going to happen. That's that's why I'm so glad I didn't have to. My that also applies to anyone too, her.
1: guys. It's not just Catholic priests that are the oh, perpetrators yeah. Yeah. of horrendous events such as trafficking or such I mean, as well, mol- look at the molestation, Scouts. whatever it may be that's sexualized. Scouts.
0: Yep. So I mean, if we're gonna.
1: Go ahead,
0: oh, Tony. Sorry, oh, I was just going to say, I mean, if we're going to throw, you know, I'm going to just throw the Catholics under the bus because look at the Boy Scouts. I mean, Boy Scouts of America is just as sick. I mean, they covered up a bunch of crap. It's just the and perfect place to go to if you like children. Even more. You
2: know, like it, people who like children yeah. are encouraged to become priests or go into those lines of work because they're very accepting and they're very trusting lines of work. It's just, it's kind of like, it is the perfect job for somebody that likes, that is
0: that way. In a sense, or priests, priest, for example, fr- some of my Catholic friends.
1: Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. No, you have the floor. Oh, I was just gonna
0: say some of my, some of my Catholic friends, they were like, well, you know, at least they got caught. And I was like, oh, but no, there is literally, I know how that works. I mean, you're talking to somebody who understands psychology, probably more than 90% of the psychologists out there. Cause I've studied it my whole life. Like I would say that the cases that got identified, there's probably at least triple to quadruple the amount of cases because of children not wanting to come forward because that's an embarrassing thing to talk about. Think about this, guys. How many
1: people do you know in your community within your friend group or friends of friends that buy drugs from people on the streets? It's probably a good handful, a good percentage. That applies to a lot of crimes. And trafficking and doing horrendous things to children is on that list. And to ignore that is ignorance.
0: And it cracks me up because people, I mean, I actually have friends that's in the Catholic Church, and they're like, so you think there's more? I said, oh, yeah. I said, there is people still preaching that never got caught because they just got lucky. I said, but I'm telling you right now, if they ever touch my nephew, they ain't going to be so lucky because all it's going to take is him coming home and telling me about it, and I ain't going to worry about filing no charges. I'm just going to call a few people I know. Tony, if you feel comfortable
1: telling this story, and you've told me it, Behind microphones before with the students at that one school? No. No, you're I'm not gonna tell that okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: have, you, have <laughs> you guys ever
2: heard have you guys ever heard about the stories <laughs> Too graphic. of uh, have you guys ever heard about those stories of the people who catch sexual predators, like the guys that are touching kids and all that, and they go and they kill them and right after they just turn themselves in and they say, I killed this guy because he raped a kid and he like will happily go to jail for it.
1: That's what Tony's yeah. talking about. I mean, if you fuck with his family, dude, I'm not kidding. Tony will fucking kill you. No, there's people, will that, that, no, there's people that will do that. One hundred percent, you will fucking die. No, yeah.
2: I mean that happened in Nebraska. <laughs> that happened around here recently. And it's not like, a joke. Somebody. There was a guy that was a pedophile, and he went and I killed mean, him.
0: And he turned himself in. I don't know what 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 the courts and what the people think should happen. I mean, here's my well, thing: is, is ninety percent of these people who get slaps on the wrist, they get slaps on the wrist, and they get sent to jail for a couple of years and then, yeah. no that shit ain't Chris, fly. For Jack. example, that, that one girl fly. who
1: graduated in our class, her name's Shelby, and she was 19 or 20 years old and she was like driving down to Texas to see a 15-year-old. That is beyond fucked up. That Shelby girl should have been locked away for years. She just got a slap on the wrist, like Tony said.
0: A lot of those people yeah, don't learn that, their that lessons with fly. a slap on the wrist. I mean, that's not a slap on the wrist offense. That's a, you go away to jail for a good least, at least 20 years, but I feel like you should go away for life, but at least a 20 year, which is what you get for, what is it, second degree murder? I think it should be the same as a second degree murder minimum charge. Like, I think the minimum you can serve a second degree murder, I can, I may be wrong, maybe it's 15 years, but I think it should be treated the same way because you rob and you basically kill that childhood. You kill that childhood. Think so about the trauma that that
1: child has to go through i mean we all have events that hurt us right everyone listening to this has been screwed over stabbed in the back people have lied to them and so forth but can you imagine being physically withheld and being raped can you imagine that i i know i personally couldn't i can only imagine the amount of like trauma and it's just that's gonna stick with you the rest of your life One hundred percent. Well
0: and my thing is too is I just want people to be very this is my thing is I don't understand why parents are so and I know it ain't completely the parents' fault, but there again I think it is to a certain degree because they're so naive. They think, Oh, it's okay if my kid goes over to Pastor Bob's house and watches movie. Watches a movie on movie night every Friday. Like, I don't know where that I don't know where that normal normalcy came from. Like, but for some reason, we as humans have normalized that. It's like, oh, well, he's a pastor, he's a good guy, so they're having teen boy night. Like, no, no, like that. Is that if, I'm, if I'm the only one who processes that and thinks mm, something's a little sketch, like, yeah, then maybe I'm the one from a different world. I'll but do, I'll I make don't sure care. that my I'm, kid I'm is glad not to being me.
2: alone with elderly men.
1: For long periods of time, yeah, oh, I'm gonna I do just
2: it. thing in my power to make sure that doesn't happen. To be honest, <laughs> well, and you. my
1: elder, it's my little kid is not going to be going to confession at 12 or 13 years old, telling a priest that he or she's watching porn or whatever it may be. That is ridiculous. I cannot believe Catholics let their kids do that. Watch porn? I, I just don't understand. Same do do way mean? with Boy
2: Scouts. Go to confession. Because, Scout. I
1: remember sitting in a confessional booth as a little kid. I was probably 14, 15 years old, whatever it was. And I can just remember telling the priest that I had been watching porn. And I just think that that is very weird. Like, you should not be doing that, having that conversation with a single man. What is and that man what did
2: that man tell you when you said that? Like what was their
1: response? What's their response? They're what just said, like
0: Father, he, he said, Come on over porn. here,
1: little boy. I've I'll been watching you,
2: <laughs> I've for I have sinned. No.
1: But I I think that's between I think repentance is between the sinner and God, which is you the listener and it God. Is. It's not it between there's no need for a middleman. The Bible never talks about churches and priests and confession and all these sacraments those are all man-made constructs man-made guys yeah well a lot of like
2: even i would say like relationships are like boy being boyfriend and girlfriend even you know it's like a modern man-made concept. a lot of relationships
1: are unproductive too chris would you agree there
2: well yeah exactly like if you like for me like i wouldn't i'm not even looking for relationships you know, like, you don't have to, like, why do you have to put a label on something? Why can't you just exist with a person, not worry about the fact of you saying that, and just, like, enjoy each other, yeah. you know, rather than, yeah, like, oh, you're my girlfriend, so we got to do this and this now.
1: Did I tell you guys I'm waiting for marriage to have sex? Are you really?
0: Oh, Josh, shut up.
1: I am. I'm not kidding you.
0: You can't wait for something that's already happened. I've been celibate since April. I'm serious, dude. Well, I know that I get that you quit having sex, but you make it sound like I want the viewers to know that Josh has had his struggle, okay? Yes, I have. I really have. Josh coming on air like he's like freaking altar boy 101 over here. He's like, hey, I'm waiting until marriage before I have sex. Yeah, I probably, to be honest, I probably won't be, but
2: it's not going to be just anybody for the next person.
1: Yeah. And that's between you and that person and God and no one else. It's none of our business, Chris. It's and it's none of the listener's business, you know?
0: Well, I mean, I find it hard to believe on the Catholic thing. I just think it's so strange that it is as big of a church as it is. Like Catholic, the Catholic church itself is, one. at one time it was the largest. Now I'm not sure if it still is. Cause I know there are some other ones out there. I know Contemporary Baptist has really bumped up in the recent years, which— basically all their churches are motivational speeches, kind of like Joel Osteen. Um, but anyways, I don't know where it sets, but it don't really matter. It's still a huge organization e- either way. And I'm just so surprised that so many people just fall right in with that kind of structure and never question. But here's the thing I've learned about Catholics, that they were smart um, as far as their objectives. And they they were smart in the aspect of, they created schools around their churches. And, of course, they were one of the first churches to do that. That's how they grew so big. Because if they got your kids, they got you. And, you know, of course, the, the Christian genre, or I say Christian, but the Baptist, contemporary Baptist, whatever you want to call it, they didn't really join that movement until years later, much, much, much more years later, actually. They started creating Christian schools, blah, 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 all that kind of crazy stuff. And I find it very strange because nowhere in the Bible, i mean, I mean, I mean, anybody can correct me because I'm not saying I'm a pastor and I'm smarter than every Catholic out there or every Baptist, but I mean, I know how to freaking read. Tony Jolloy, a.k.a. the world's best preacher. Well, no, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying there is nowhere in the Bible where Jesus ever created a school for kids. Yeah. In fact, he never preached to kids at all in any page of the Bible. He never preached to a child.
1: And you want to know why, Tony? It's because children are
0: innocent. Exactly. You guys. Well, and you got to wonder too, even him, even him as Jesus, maybe he knew that they didn't need that and they should be with their parents. Yeah. You know. Think you about didn't, you didn't how much creativity
1: <laughs> and love and energy that children are filled with. And I've kind of talked about it on the last episode or a couple episodes ago, but the school system and a lot of just society as a whole breaks down that inner child and it's a really sad thing to see occur to people when they just kind of become boring in life. Life's meant to be fun, it's I, meant to be enjoyed.
0: Well yeah, and I just find it strange that, you know, the book has not changed. I mean, in my lifetime and your all's lifetime and your grandparents and your great-grandparents, I mean, ever since Jesus walked the earth, the book has never changed. So, for people to sit here and say, well, we just thought this would be better. Well, you thought wrong because A lot of kids, I mean, thousands, hundreds of thousands of kids, in my opinion, maybe even possibly over a million plus children throughout the whole existence of the Catholic Church have been the result of that. Their pain has been the result of that. So, Whether it's physical
1: or emotional, a lot of kids go through emotional damage, and it doesn't necessarily have to be physical.
0: It's really honestly stupidity. I mean, it really, I mean, I know people may say that's harsh, but I mean, these people are way older than I am. They got the same King James Version that I got. And if I ask them, if I set them down right now across from me and say, show me in this book where Jesus ever segregated kids or ever taught directly to kids, preached directly to kids, they couldn't tell me, Josh. But then still, yeah, these are the same people who get their little dresses on, dress up, hold their little Bible in their right hand, walk through the church door. I'm like... Where the hell is the questions at? Like you're me to fall into this belief structure. Well, you got to start reading the damn book that you got in your hand, and you got to start practicing what the book says, not what the guy in the front of the church says. Right. I so, agree. And, I mean, I'll, would it be better so, to just kind of
2: hand a Bible to your kid at a young age and just say to make your own connections, or would you? Want I to think so. Sit down. And, yeah, I think so. I, I don't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to teach my kid in any way. I just said read this and. Think what you want to think from it.
1: I think it's more so appreciating what God has already given you and working on building those things even more. Because when you work on your own skills and capabilities and you just work hard in life, you have the opportunity to help others. And that's a great thing because there's a lot of people where maybe the motivation doesn't come as easy as it does for a lot of other folks. And the little support here and there, it can really start to add up for people. And it's just unfortunate that a lot of society is becoming lazy and unmotivated because there's so many opportunities out there. And God has blessed us all with so many different gifts. And Chris has talked about it many times on Typical Twist before. But just look around. Look around right now. Whether it's your phone, whether it is the couch you're sitting in, whether it's the car you're driving in right now, you have a lot to be grateful for. You do. There's no
2: such thing as having nothing. Yes, and I think that's a a
1: firm thing to place into a children's belief system and also placing American values and American opportunities into their head because – I've got to witness it firsthand. I have many family, not many, many family members, but I have family members, acquaintances, friends, whatever it is who have fully embraced the American dream and they still are to this day. And it's one of the most amazing, beautiful gifts from God because those people are able to give back in whatever way that they feel is right or whatever their heart is calling them for. So... Don't let the liberals ever take that away from you guys. Socialism, communism is a bad thing. I hope people understand that. Equity's bullshit. <laughs> Tony, you got to run to a call. Do you have anything to add before yes, we I hop do. off?
0: No, I think this was a good episode. Okay. Other than I'll just say again, I don't like, I'm not saying it's trying to pass any hate on churches. I just wish people would just read their Bible a little bit more better and just be better people. Like, I, I think a lot of this could have been eliminated I know we got way off Joe Manchin by yeah. the way, but we that's went what from we, get for. we went
1: from AOC OnlyFans to Joe Manchin to good Catholic good going priest. Joe Manchin.
0: Thank you for being Catholic. Thank you for being Catholic and getting us on this conversation. But oh gosh, um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of wonderful people out there in all the churches. I'm not saying like there's a lot of wonderful that, priests. You know, there's a lot of wonderful pastors. Exactly, exactly. So you know, I just want to make sure people understand that's my you know that's my take on it as far as. The ones that are bad, though, I mean, I just find it amazing that people still fail to read the book and listen to man over the book, and I don't understand that. Never have understood it, and that's not just Catholic, though. of course, Catholic follows a different book anyways, but that's not just Catholics. That's, I mean, Protestants as well. So, that's because
1: humans love to make their own rules here on this earth.
0: Yeah, well, they try to. Or their own belief system. that's some. not going to get them to heaven. That's I not agree. not going to get them to heaven. so.
1: Crispy, do you have anything to yeah. add? Nope. We covered everything.
0: All right, thank
1: you so, so much to every one of you who tuned in for this whole episode. We appreciate you a lot, and we will catch you on Sunday. Adios, amigos. Later, guys. See you, guys.
0: Well, that wasn't your typical podcast, but it sure was mind bodily. Make sure to check out our website at TypicalTwist.com for more information and twists. Catch you next time on Typical Twist.